Well, happy Father's Day, everybody. Happy Father's Day, especially to my dad. I sent my dad a Bitmoji this morning for Happy Father's Day, and he didn't reply to me, and that's cool. Uh, not. <laughs> he doesn't get any nice words. He forfeited his tears this morning because he ignored my Bitmoji. But that's cool. Maybe next year, right? There's always next year. Just kidding. My dad is my my dad is awesome. He's a dad of all dads. Yesterday, if you don't know, when my mom was alluding to what they were doing, my dad swore his whole life that he would never have a pool. Like up and down, it was would never have it. And my dad got us a pool, folks. Like he's just a great he's a great dad. Um, he got the kids a pool. I, that's right. It's so really it's grandfather's day. He didn't get it for me. He got it. The only way that we can get him to heat the pool is to tell him that the grandkids are coming. Everybody else swims in 75. The grandkids swim in like 103 or something like that. Uh, so every day Lola is swimming. I don't know why. She loves to swim. Um, anyways, happy Father's Day to everybody. Um, thank you so much for choosing God. He is abundantly grateful, and he's an amazing father, um, but he loves when his children choose him just the same way that we love when our kids choose us. Um, so I have a, you know, a funny story because my dad and I, we've always had a great relationship. It just took a few years for it to really sink in uh, how great it was. Uh, <laughs> because, uh, not because of my dad. My dad, if you know him, he's fairly constant. Like, you can expect what my dad is going to do in a situation because he's done it a thousand times before. In fact, it was me that's changed a lot. And a funny story that I think about, you know, growing up. Because my dad was super devoted to us as kids. Like, you know, he worked a ton so he could provide for us. But, you know, I played, like, super competitive hockey my whole life. And he was at every single one of my hockey games. And sometimes it would be, like, I, I feel like I played hockey maybe ten times a week. It was crazy. And I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to let my kids play hockey because that's not the way I want to spend my life. Uh, but my dad was always there, and he coached me. But one of the super funny things about when, we used to, when I used to play— for my, as f my whole hockey career that I can remember, which is probably like I played hockey for close to 20 years, like a long time. Every time after the game, we had this ritual. Now, my dad loved this ritual, and I loathed it. In fact, I think that it made me loathe him for a while. Uh, what we used to do was we would play, I would play the game, and we would get in the car, and we would talk about the game, right? Now, this is a really great thing to do, except for the fact that I couldn't handle criticism. Anybody else in here that feels that way? <laughs> Something that I'm still working on, truthfully, is I, I, in those moments, I can remember driving home, and we'd be talking about the game, and I can remember getting home to my mom and probably blowing up on my mom about how my dad is so angry and vengeful and spiteful, and nothing is ever good enough for my dad. And my dad would walk in, like, I would storm down to my room, you know, like an angry kid, just like so mad because I'm thinking I'm doing my best. And I can remember my mom would come in and my mom would be like, Ian, what did you say to him? Like, he's crying in his bedroom right now. And my dad would be like, I, I don't, I, I told him to circle towards the puck instead of away from the puck, you know? Like, I gave him just like this really simple, straightforward advice. Uh, but I couldn't, I couldn't hear it. And you know what I was thinking about actually as I was preparing to, to speak this morning is how perspective is so important. Because you know, I, I was thinking about it, and, and I just alluded to it. How about my perspective in that situation of what it was? It was I was so upset and bothered and coming up with all these things about how my dad doesn't like me. But how many of you know to some kids, they would have done anything for their dads to, for them to show up? That instead of me focusing on the negative of what my dad did, 
it would have been just as easy. I love that you're talking about pessimism this morning. It would have been just as easy for me to focus on the positive. That I can't remember a day. I honestly don't remember a game that my dad, like maybe he would show up late, but my dad was there all the time for me, showing up for me. That, and not only was he just there and like, you know, eating French fries with his buddies, but he was watching me. He didn't really have any buddies at that time. It was all me, me and, me and my dad. We were buddies. Uh, but not only was he just watching me, he was watching me so intently that at the end of the game, he could give me pointers on things that I should have done that I didn't do. You know, and maybe this morning you find yourself here and maybe you didn't play sports and, you know, maybe that you never got critiqued intensely on your rides home. But... I just don't remember that. We all face situations in our life where things didn't go the way we wanted them to go. Things that we thought were supposed to go one way. I think that sometimes as we celebrate Father's Day, it can be a very bittersweet reality for us because I think that sometimes it's when we're children, it's so easy to accentuate the negative and minimize the positive. And I think that sometimes as we celebrate Father's Day, you know, we, we try to focus so much on God because I think that sometimes, especially in our culture today, people have had a tough time, really parents in general. And so we try to, you know, talk about how big God is and try to forget about our parents. But, you know, as I was preparing this morning and the Lord gave me this perspective about how it's funny how every negative has a positive flip side. And that if we can focus on the positive flip side, because here's the deal, maybe your dad wasn't everything, but what I'm here to challenge us with this morning is he was definitely something. And I think that what we have to do on this Father's Day is we have to determine in ourselves that instead of focusing on maybe the things that our dad wasn't, we need to spend some time in focusing on what our dads were. Because I tell you something, I know dads from every spectrum of the scale. Some dads who were there and some dads who were absolutely absent. But it's funny how perspective is everything. That people who had good dads, mediocre dads, bad dads, no dads. It's funny how when I meet people from all different walks of life, Everybody feels pretty much the same way about their dads, right? Like maybe your dad was horrible and my dad told me to circle towards the puck rather than away from the puck. But I tell you something, it's easy for us in our culture especially to focus on the negative rather than to realize that our dad was exactly what God needed him to be in our life in order to get us to this very moment right now. And so maybe, like I said, you've never been in these places where you played a sport. Maybe your dad never came, but we all face things. We all sit here this morning facing some obstacle, whether today is an amazing day or it's a challenging day. Every single one of us has within us the power to change our perspectives on the situations. And so instead of focusing this morning on what our dad wasn't, I want to encourage you this morning to take a second and focus in on what your dad was. 
Because as I was thinking about this, the, the most challenging part I think about dealing with fathers, and because we draw the correlation between our natural fathers and our heavenly fathers, is, is the image that we've created about our natural father is so often the very image that we use, the lens that we view our heavenly father. And so because we can do that, we can have our perspective, uh, a challenging perspective about our natural fathers. It's amazing how when we come into environments like this and we sing about how good God is, that it's almost as if our view of God is tainted because our perspective of a father figure has been so intensely focused on what God wasn't rather than what God is. And you know what I realized is that Jesus also had to deal with this exact same situation. This is why I love Jesus so much. I mean, one of many reasons is that Jesus was also human. And I think that sometimes when we hear the fact that it says that Jesus never sinned, sometimes we can draw this conclusion that that meant Jesus didn't face any challenges. But that's just not the truth. The, the reality is Jesus faced all the same challenges that we face. In fact, as I was thinking about Father's Day, I was thinking about because we so often think about Jesus' father was God. But initially, Jesus didn't know God. All Jesus knew was Joseph. And if we take a look at the story of Joseph, I mean, God bless you, Joseph, up there. But, I mean, you were, think about the story of when Jesus went to the temple right? Remember Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, they all, they have this annual gathering where everybody goes back to Israel, and they do all their stuff, and they worship, and they give, and they sacrifice, and we, we know the story, and Mary and Joseph go back, and they leave, and then they realize that Jesus wasn't there, and so they go back, and we kind of like, you know, oh, isn't that so cute? But when I read a commentary, it says that it was three days later, okay? Now, this is as Jesus' dad didn't realize that his only child was missing for three days, okay? Now, we could realize this is that everybody has an opportunity to view their father through a negative light. But what I love about Jesus was Jesus obviously goes through all of these situations, but yet somehow is able to see God through the pure lens of the perfect father that God is. In fact, that Jesus is the first person to ever talk about God as Father. This is one of the biggest things that challenged the religious leaders, is that Jesus related to God as if he was on the same level. Father and Son were on the same level. And, but Jesus, obviously not going through, not, it wasn't that he didn't go through any difficult situations, but that he, was, he understood how to focus on the right things. Because I want to submit to you something this morning, and that is that all our Father's job is to get us to God. I say this every year because I think this is a very valuable fact. But this morning what I realize is, is how powerful our perspective is. And that is that if I have a negative perspective of my Father, it's going to draw me away from God. But I can view the same situation, the same situation. I'm driving in the car with my dad, and you're right, he totally did. My dad used the sandwich method, which was a compliment, a critique, and then a compliment. 
I, I love the meat in a sandwich. I love the turkey. And so I really heavily focused on the criticism and not the, the, the compliment. Um, but this is the thing is that we all have this moment in every situation where we have the power to choose. And as I begin to think about this concept, I realized that it's actually simple. Is that instead of looking at what my dad did wrong... All I have to do is begin to look at what my dad did right. Because I believe that all that a father is supposed to do is pique our interest for us to see, even in a glimpse, how good our Heavenly Father is. Because I'll tell you something, if this was the case that our dad was supposed to be everything, this is why I think that in the Lord's Prayer, uh, Jesus says, uh, uh, um, how does it go? Our Father who art in heaven is he had to remind people that we're not looking to any natural source in order to, for things to, be, to happen inside of our life. And so this is what Jesus understood with Joseph, was instead of focusing on the negative of what every single person experiences, he allowed the positive of who Joseph was to paint a picture for him about the depth of the goodness of our Heavenly Father. Because our natural fathers were never meant to be everything for us. All they were intended to do was point out, show us a glimmer, a glimpse of goodness. And because that glimpse of goodness awakens my heart, it drives me now to go and find the source of goodness, which is my heavenly father. Now, I miss that simply if my perspective is wrong. Because I know this. I know that every dad has done at least something, dad or father figure, has done at least something right. Now, maybe he was a lot not right. But instead of focusing on what he wasn't right with, I'm going to now allow the glimmer of goodness, because I know God is only good, so I'm going to look at the glimmer of goodness that was in my dad and begin to extrapolate from there the good nature of my heavenly father. So maybe your dad was generous. Maybe your dad was kind. Maybe your dad loved to play with you. Maybe your dad would watch your games and, 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 and would watch them intently enough to be able to help you. I don't necessarily know what it was. But what I do know is when I have the right perspective of my natural father, what it does is it begins to paint a larger, more broad picture of how good my heavenly father was. Because all my dad ever needed to be was a lens that I could look through to be able to see how good God was. If I try to put more on my dad than what he was supposed to carry, I'm going to miss the goodness that I should have seen that would have been able to extrapolate for me the picture of God. And I'm going to be challenged in my perspective of God because I'm going to think that God is just like the negative things that my dad was never supposed to be. And so I allowed that image to create the image for who I think God is. I began to think about this as I wrote this teaching, imagine what life would be like if we did this. 
Imagine what life would be like if we all focused on the good that the people around us did rather than the wrong that we perceive them to have done. Imagine how our relationship with God would change when I take a look at my dad and see how good my dad was in maybe just one area. My dad wasn't, he was good in many areas. But even if he was just good in one area, imagine what my relationship with my heavenly father would be like if I used that lens as the lens that I viewed every nature about my heavenly father was. Because you see, this is what we're trying to do. I'm trying to step into a place where I actually believe that God is good. And I want to use my relationship with my natural father to begin to project an image onto how good God is. And when I see God through the lens, when I force my perspective to be seen by how good my, how good my dad was, rather than focus on how what he wasn't, it's able to create an image for me about how good God is. The other thing that I realized that this does is it releases natural fathers from guilt. I think, and I know this from having my own children now, I feel like sometimes we can feel as dads as though we're supposed to be everything for our kids. And sometimes, I know that I was like this with my dad. I was not kind through most of my teenage years. But I realized that, that sometimes we can, through our own failures and our own flaws, we can feel as though we should have been better, we could have been better. Instead, what I realized was is that you could, I could never be everything that God is going to be for Lola. You could never be the full extent of good for your children. There's no, I, I mean, for every good that you're going to have, you're going to miss something. But I realize that our job as fathers, where our children are concerned, isn't that we're supposed to be perfect for them. Because God is, God is perfect for me. Our job as natural fathers is simply in even just one area to show our children what good looks like. And I know for sure, maybe it's that you loved working on cars. And I, I hear these stories. You, your people's son's fond memories with their dad is you got to work on a car together or you built something. Or my dad and I have fond memories of us building Legos. And, and I, what, what I, my job as a father is simply to do is to create moments with my child for them to be able to see and understand what good looks like. It's not to not fail. It's not to not mess up. In fact, if my dad would have been everything I needed him to be, I would never have had a reason to run to my heavenly father. And so instead of focusing on the failures of, the, of, of my dad and of father figures in my life, I'm focusing on the positives and I'm actually thankful for the negatives. Because if it wasn't for the negatives, I would never have had to run to God. I can remember, I went through this situation. I've gone through many situations, but this one rings true. And I can remember so desperately wanting my dad to bail me out of this situation. I was old at this point, so he had no business bailing me out of it. This was my own problem. But I so badly wanted him to bail me out. 
I didn't even actually bring it to him. It was as if I wanted him to read my mind and know that I needed to be bailed out of the situation. But I can remember being so upset in the moment. And I remember turning to the Lord and the Lord said to me, would you ask me to do that? That your dad was never meant to be this person for you. And I realized in that moment, what would it look like to free myself from the negative and focus in on the good? How will it change our perspective on God and our relationship with God? When instead of seeing all the areas that things weren't right, but we focus on the things that were right. Heavenly Father, this morning, we praise you, God, for what you're doing in our life. Lord, as this is what you're doing in this season of our life is you're challenging us to change our perspectives on what you're doing. You're challenging us to, instead of looking to natural sources around us, you're challenging us to focus in on how good you are and your desire for our life. So right now, Heavenly Father, we do that. We just release our dads from those areas in our life where we thought they were supposed to fill, but they never had any business filling those spots. And Lord, we're asking, Heavenly Father, now for the grace to begin to pursue you as Heavenly Father, as the dad, the perfect father in our life. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. We pray your life was impacted by the service and that you were able to feel the tangible love of Jesus fill whatever space you're listening from. Maybe you found this message and you've never had the opportunity to come into a personal relationship with Jesus, or you've known about him but have been far from him. We want to give you the opportunity to make his love a daily reality in your life. Jesus came to this earth and died on a cross so that you and I could be close to him. He wanted to wipe away every disappointment and bring you into a life of purpose and meaning, one that will impact this globe for good. So if you'd like to begin this journey with Jesus today, then repeat the simple prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I'm praying this prayer because I know that I've made mistakes and have been living without you. I apologize and I trust that you will forgive me. I accept your love and grace and ask that you would be my Lord and Savior. Help me believe in you and love you every day. Help me to show the world what you're like and how great your love is. I commit to live for you from this moment forward. In Jesus' name, amen. All of our Light City family are joining with heaven and celebrating over the commitment you just made to have Jesus as the Lord of your life. We have resources available for you to help you on this journey, but most of all, we're praying for you. Send us a note at info at golightcity.com to let us know about the decision you've made today. We have resources we'd love to send you uh, with some easy steps on how to go from here so that you can discover God in a real and meaningful way. If you have a prayer request, our team would love to connect with you and partner with you to see God transform your life. God bless you, and we look forward to hearing from you soon.